Welcome everybody to the Crossing Conversation. Uh, my name is Jay, and this is Brian. Yes. Now you're probably wondering. Craig looks a little different tonight. Just a little. Just a little bit. He looks adorable. <laughs> and he's a Heat fan. Um, oh, I think Craig is a Heat fan. Uh, he kind should of. Should be if he's a Dolphins fan. Ah, that's what I would think. But anyways, might get hate mail on that. So he's a Boston fan, though. Honestly, I think he told me he's a Boston. No, he's Celtics. a Yankee fan. But he's a Boston. Oh, Boston Celtics. Celtics. I think so. But I don't understand how that makes sense. It doesn't. Why doesn't he just be a New York Knicks fan then? If he's a Yankees fan. Okay. That's a good question. So everybody uh, put in there. Answer in the group chat right now. In the group chat or just on the chat? Nope, the group chat. And by the way, I'm I'm here. I stink. We're about to cancel tonight. And we're like, no, uh, because we want to be with you guys. I'm just kidding. We actually want to do a special. We we actually want to do a special here on the podcast. Um, It's only a 30 minute special. So it's not a full hour. Um, But we're talking about. Uh, the aspects of worship. We're talking about the, your extraordinary mind this month. Um, I preached this last Sunday. It was, it was fun. It was great. But the most, you know, the worship was actually really great as the well. Worship was amazing. It was. Yeah. I feel like everybody was, you know, in tune and playing, which is great. But how important music is in not even just church alone, but in our lives. And we kind of wanted to, this is a 30 minute special. So this is maybe this is a 30 minute bit for this week. Uh, but before we do that, we, we would like to start with one icebreaker thing. Cause that's what we do here on the crossing. One thing. One thing. And what are we, Brian, what are we, what are we doing? We're going to be doing a Mad Lib. Mad Lib. Now how Mad Lib works is that we put nouns and adjectives and adverbs and and uh, things, and things and, and numbers, body of, parts. Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna. This is PG, everybody. So here's what we're gonna do. So Madlib, what does that have to do with worship? Well, when we're when you're in worship, you literally just can't do one thing. Like practice is great, right? But then when worship comes, it's like a total. It changes, but in a great way, right? Is that so? It's like the th- now we're singing the same words. We're not talking about words and Madlibs. We're talking about how. God's like, you know what? I'm going to throw this in there and just, here you go. <laughs> there you go. But isn't that, isn't that how it works though? I feel like we, we, we plan all this, but then God just kind of throws something in there that changes the the subject. Completely. You could literally have four songs planned out to do and yeah. only end up doing maybe like two. Right. Or you may end up doing like seven. And and I know he's it's he's actually not this is this is actually true and I'm actually gonna pick his brain. We're gonna see what goes into worship, and and it's not just something that we come and like all right, buddy, get your banjos and get your jugs. Banjos, banjos. Craig would like that if we had banjo up there. Um, but it's also about do we actually plan and and do these things? And sometimes we miss practices because of family things, but. There's some planning that goes into it. But before we discuss all that, we're going to do Mad Libs. So you're going to ask me questions on... I'm just going to ask you for a word. Word, yeah, nouns, word. adjectives. Noun, I'm good with that. I was good. Yeah. I, I graduated with highest honors, homeschooled edition. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. But in my brain... You it graduated with high honors? Highest. That means it was just A's. That's it. I don't think you were that smart. Were you... Thank you. And that's the end of our program. <laughs> if he didn't think I was that smart, he wouldn't be here. So let's come on. I mean, maybe he does think that. Anyways, um, I like how you're the camera guy, too, so you can do whatever you want. Okay, so you're going to ask. Okay, so we're going to start with the icebreaker. Right, so first off, 
the topic of the Mad Libs is party animals. Party animals. Party animals. And I feel like that song, I could sing of your love forever. You know what it says? And oh, I feel like dancing. Do you, do you ever think about this too? Uh, no. It's foolishness, I know. Okay. But when the world has seen the light, they will dance with joy like we're dancing. But not everybody's always dancing. So I switch it to like we want to dance right now. Because maybe some people don't want to dance in front of other people. But you ever think about that? That's why I changed that word. Because nobody's like, woo! Nobody's partying animal. Want me to be completely it up. honest? Yeah. I never noticed you changed the word. Our music director, everybody. Just kidding. He's got enough things going in his brain. Anyways, party animals is the subject. Um, animals, oh, animals like to party too, so that's fine. Okay. Animals like to party too. All right, you ready? I'm ready. So the first one is going to be a plural noun. Plural noun. So two or more things. Yeah. That's easy. Bunnies. 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 Since we're going party animals. Bunnies. Do you think bunnies are like? They the are off the chart. What is the what what is the elite party animal? Monkey, dude. Some monkey. Nobody knows how to party like a monkey. That's true. I swear if you left them in there a room full of like little poppets and like balloons and pinatas, that would it would be done. The whole day. there'd be stuff everywhere. And they're just pop. <clears throat> yeah. So I think monkeys. Anyways, that wasn't part. So here's comes right, the next, next one. one. Yeah. A number. A number. 4,522. 4,522. I got it. You don't got it. All right. He's good. Why that number? I don't know. Just came to my brain. Noun. Noun. Um, Person, place, or thing. I'm going to do... Glad you know that. um, Michael Jackson. It's a person, right? Yeah, so it can be like that. So should I not do that? (laughs) You know what? Can I be honest? Because he used to have a pet monkey. That's what I was thinking. Monkeys. Do you remember the name? I can't remember the name of his monkey. I don't know the name. Yeah, of he had monkey. a pet monkey way back in the day. Yeah, okay. Adjective. That describes a noun. So I'm going to do itchy. Hmm? Itchy. Itchy? Yes. Uh, right? The yeah, I got it. Itchy. Yeah. Uh, person in room male. Brian. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> a noun. Uh, a noun. Um, I'm going to do... Uh, how about we do a noun? I'm going to do a place. So let's do the mall. The mall. One of Courtney's favorite places. Person in the... So just give me a, um, a female. A female. Just a female. Any there's, female. No, there's no there's no person in the room that's a female. Okay, so any female. Yeah. Um, I would have to... Let's do um, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Bring, by the way, Sister Act 3 is pronounced to come out. So it's pretty cool. It's called Back in Black. It's pretty looks pretty awesome. I want to see that. One of my favorite all like my youth yeah, I don't movies. know if I'll be seeing that. Come on, um, man. I'll go with you. All right. You don't fall asleep. Why would I fall asleep? There's music in there. There's music. I know. You know, it's good music. Noun. Uh, coffee. Coffee? Yeah. Alright. Another noun. Another noun. Um, dinosaur, huh? Dinosaur, dino. <laughs> Isn't that funny how our brains take things and shorten them up? Text messages made that for real, though. It's so funny. It's not that hard to type dinosaur, right? But then it's like, 
dino. Like <laughs> people know what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah, I'm not typing out dinosaur all the way. <laughs> Unless Apple suggests it, then I'm like, nah. <laughs> if Apple's not suggesting the word for me, then what's the point? You ain't typing it all the way out. It's the point of living. All right. I mean, well, there's many. A city. A city. Um, uh, a city. Uh, I don't know why I want to say Nebraska so bad, but that's not a city. <laughs> city? I'm going to do um, Jerusalem. Don't ask me how I spelled it. Noun. Noun. Got a few more. Uh, okay, noun. I'm going to do... Um, I'm trying to do a really good uh, clown. Huh? Clown. This could be very interesting. Adjective. Adjective. Uh, how about blood red? You can do both words. It's they're both. Uh, I, I know. Okay. You're just wondering why I said that. I think I'm scary. Another female. <laughs> Another female. Um, how about... Um, Bathsheba. Beth. Bathsheba is the woman that in well, yep, we that know. David saw, mm-hmm. and and so <laughs> nice camera shot. Verb. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> gotta get the reaction. Gotta get the nod. Gotta get the nod. Okay. A verb. A verb. Um. Punch. There wasn't a few more. That's all right. Punch. Punch? Yeah. Who are you punching today? Uh, Myself today. Verb ending in I-N-G. How about um, praying? Keep it a little Christian here. (laughs) In a party animal scene? (laughs) A party animal scene? No, I'm kidding. Adjective. Oh, Oh, it's it's reading it out? Adjective. Oh, adjective. Oh. um, Let's do... Brown. Brown. I was actually thinking of a color. I wanted to do a color. Noun. Noun. Let's do... Make it good. Cadillac. Caddy. Caddy. (laughs) All right. So now he's going to read it to me. Are you ready? Are there any ads? Are you good? (laughs) No, there's no ads. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Not on the app. (laughs) Okay. So you have to read it. I mean, not without laughing, but just read it and we'll see. I I think I did pretty good. It shouldn't be that crazy. All right. All right. All right. So... How many bunnies can you put away in a night? More than 4,522. You might drink more than of your friends, but you probably can't hold a Michael Jackson to some of the members of the Itchy Celebrities Club. What? You can't hold a Michael Jackson? Yes. Okay. Not making sense right now, but that's okay. There's Brian Sheen. Brian Sheen. Is Brian Sheen, although he's a complete the mall. What? <laughs> the nine you gave me. Um, he, <laughs> he's a complete the mall. Mm-hmm. He claims he's always winning, and mm-hmm. we have to mention Whoopi Goldberg, yes. Lohan. Lohan? Whoopi Goldberg, Lohan, that's the name. Good Lord. <laughs> he might have her own private coffee in the Los Angeles County Dino. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That sounds like a cool name. Jerusalem Hilton likes to get behind the wheel. 
<laughs> she likes to get behind the wheel of a clown when she's been nope not reading so that. it said city it said city and it wanted me to say paris hilton i said jerusalem jerusalem hilton that's a good name i know that's a weird name that is a pretty cool name though i wouldn't i wouldn't give my child that name okay me and me either but jerusalem hilton say it again Jerusalem. Yeah. You imagine yelling, hey yo, Jerusalem. I'm not gonna lie, it sounds like an NFL like Lara Jerusalem Hilton there the wide receiver route is come on. No. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, uh and we have to mention good old Beth Spears. She tends to punch a little too much when she's out praying a good time. <laughs> the I mean, lesson yep. if you're going to get brown. Do it in the privacy. <laughs> if anybody ever says, here's a good lesson. If you're ever going to get brown, what does that mean? No, no. Okay. All right. If you're ever going to get brown. Do it in the privacy of your own caddy. Nice. That sounds like something like a rap star would say. Yo, if you ever get, get brown, make sure you do it in the privacy of your own caddy. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I can't. It also sounds like the number two as well, so it's just not good. Anyways, that was our that was our uh what's it, icebreaker? <laughs> so, I, I didn't know what to call that because I'm like, is that an icebreaker or is that a is that a creator of ice? I don't know what that is. A creator of ice. Creator of ice. Anyway, so um, we again, this is only a 30-minute uh, segment here for this podcast. We'll go back to our hour segments, um, um, back to that. Um, we'll have some special guests trying to get my wife on here. It'd be really cool. Um, but, Brian, we wanted to talk about um, basically the aspect of worship. And actually, in this extra- Your Extraordinary Mind, our series, um, my wife, Courtney, thought, you know, she actually picked some songs, which was pretty cool, or which we're doing, which is In Jesus' Name uh, by that awesome girl, Kat, Katie, Kate, Kat, Katie, uh, Katie Nicole, something like Katie that. Nicole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That music video really is awesome. If anybody want to check it out, um, she has a music video about that too. Um, we also did Lion, which is a really great uh, elevation, or is that Maverick? Yeah. And then we, uh, we're doing some other great songs, but she picked those songs because, you know, worship for her has been a, a really helpful tool, not only because she sings, of course, you know, cause you've played behind her before, but because she, um, it's a very important part to, she believes in mental, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for anybody, cause you know, when you're like going through a, a, a time, what do you do? You, you turn on your Apple play or your Spotify and like, what do you go to? It's like, it's really, it, it helps you get like it's almost like a stress for stress reliever sometimes. And it's like, what do you do that? You're like, you like music that just, takes you to a different place. Yeah, it just calms you down. It's just, you know, bring peace into your life. Really. That's, that's what worship music does to me. Um, it puts me in a peaceful mind state. And why did you, why did you get into it in the first place? Like, why did I get into worship music? Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. Uh, I got into worship music. Like, you mean like why did I get into worship music? Or why did I get like, into playing? You maybe started playing like with me and other people, but it actually intrigued you. And what goes into like a Sunday morning? And like why does that? Is it a challenge for you, or is it like, is it something that why do you enjoy doing it? And like what what intrigued you to keep on doing it? Oh, I just uh, well one, it's just giving back to the Lord and just um, 
really is just really is just my way of of just saying thank you to God is why I tend to continue to worship on the worship team and you know be a part of as much as I can. Yeah. But um and the crazy thing about it is I never ever thought I'd become a music director. Ever. No. No. Mm-mm. Uh, I always wanted to just be a drummer strictly. But That's right. You wanted to start doing drums. Yeah, but then I started uh playing well, I started making music, like producing, like making beats and stuff. So, right. and then I eventually picked up keys, and then I remember. So, so Brian and I have have uh, known each other for a long time, and I remember, like, I know some things on keyboard, right? Like, I'm like, okay, great, you know. And of course, I'm a little older than him, but he came to me and he said, "Hey, you think you want to learn piano? Remember the piano at that one church that we we're at?" I said, yeah. So I remember I showed you one thing, but then somebody needed me. I remember you were like up there a lot of the time, just, I think it was like after school, different things. You were like there playing, you know, you just did it by yourself. The second time I went back to him, because I was like, oh, I got to show him some more stuff. He already knew more than I did. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, here's a C sharp minor. You're like, no, that ain't. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. You were like, I said, I told you a wrong chord. I was like, this is, he's like, no, ain't it this? I'm like, oh, it is. But I realized that you, something with you and the piano, especially nowadays, technology and what it does, you can do so much with just a MIDI controller keyboard. I mean, there's so much you can do. But it is true. It's like you're, you're giving back to the Lord in such a, a great difference. And because you've played shows before, and I know you're also a DJ for like events, yeah. there's a, there's a, I can't really, because I'll try and explain it in a minute, but what would you say for somebody saying, what is leading somebody in worship and what is playing a show? What is, because there's a difference. So, um, so playing a show is literally just, uh, going to rehearsals and showing up to the show and right. playing the songs as they are and just, yeah, just performing, um, leading like, worship is completely different because you have to be you have to be very obedient obedient to the to the spirit and right. how and how God like you just have to be very obedient when the Holy Spirit comes in the room. Right. And you can definitely feel that when you um I necessarily feel it when there's just this like this quiet feeling yeah. in the room. And it just it just gets like it just gets like quiet, but you can still hear everything. But it just has that settling right. feeling. So, and then like Jay will tell you, like I'll be, I have a microphone and I'm in his ear, and he's mm-hmm. just like, and I'll just be like, Jay, sing that chorus again, or you know, just keep, you know, just keep going. Um, but and the the thing about it is, not only am I talking to Jay, but I'm also making sure the whole band moves. Sure. Yeah, moves uh, successfully through the whole moment. That's a good point. It's a good point. A good point that you're saying is that, well, like when I used to play shows and just you know, in my own music, I didn't really care who liked it. I just did it because it's my music. But that you can't really do that with worship because you want to make sure everybody it feels the music and what's happening. So it's not about just doing your own thing. And then, but it is about leading and guiding. But one thing that people don't understand is that yes, worship leaders have a very hard time of, you know, you have to engage everybody. You got to do this. But now, because I've done this to Brian so many times, there'll be a time where the Lord leads something on my heart to do something. But now it's Brian's and the band's job to follow that and to trust that. 
And that's it. People think like, oh, isn't that easy? It's really not. So I would say it's harder for a music director than it is a worship leader. And please don't get hate mail. I'm saying for certain things, meaning like, well, the worship leader can take any direction he wants because he had, okay, I'm going to do that because I'm singing and I have the microphone. I can do that and God's telling me. But now the band, you, the music director goes, you have to figure out where they're going. Go, okay, I get it. And you have to come up with a plan in your head for if we're done with the certain song, how are you going to build? Do we build it all? Do we build the music? Do we just keep it quiet? What do we do? And then because the worship leader isn't going to tell you on stage, do that. Well, maybe some people do. But they won't point at you and say, do this, do that. You have to naturally react to the situation. And people's lives are touched through that because everybody's working together. Yeah. And the thing about it is some worship leaders even have like signals too for when they want to do things. But a lot of worship leaders that I've played for, they it's a, it's more so like going based off of the feeling of, of what's happening of like you have to like 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 you said like build it's almost like you really have to sit there and study the person the whole entire time right. that you're that you're playing and that can also be hard too because like you're you're also trying to worship but you're also you know you're doing a job at the same time yeah but it's yeah it can be challenging sometimes and like being able to follow somebody that is that's like a real that that can be a real challenge too yeah because people's voices are different Right. And, and he is in our ears. So, um, necessarily at our, this campus here, which you could, if you wanted to be, but at our, uh, South campus, he, he's in our ear saying, okay, uh, bridge chorus bridge here. So he's telling us that, but within this time, because we only have a short time, I think it's interesting praise and worship, what goes into it. It isn't that we just bring our instruments and we pick songs and we start playing, which kind of, you know, for maybe certain sets, we all kind of know the song because it's an older song, which is good. But what goes a little bit. So in your mind, we give, we'll give you songs that we want to sing. So what is the process of a muse, like musically, not just for shows, but for church to get into what the way practice needs to be the way and the way Sunday needs to be? Um, that pretty much goes into, well, as a music director, you can't just learn your part. You have to learn everybody's part. Yeah. So it's almost like 10 times the work. So you got to know what the drummer's doing, what the guitar player has to play, what the bass player has to play, what the, uh, what the background singer has to sing. You have to learn all that just so, um, you're able to guide them in the direction. But as far as like, once once you do all that, then it's the problem of just prepping the tracks and uh, making sure everybody has the sheet music, mm-hmm. and then just and then also another part of my job is just making sure that the lights and the backgrounds go cohesive with everything. Yeah, he also does that. Yeah, yeah. So man, it's and that's it. So he said he has to learn everybody's parts, and. It is true. So the thing is, is that when you told me a while ago, I think, well, because you started, because you're just playing piano and we all, when you started playing with me like a long time ago, mm-hmm. it was great and it was good. But then you were like, you're listening to the other people's parts, but not only that, but then you said you wanted to music direct. I was like, whoa. And I don't think I ever really got to sit down and talk with you and what that meant, but you kind of figured that I've obviously figured it out on your own, but it is a, your, your responsibilities on 
Here's the thing. And yes, the worship leader has the authority to do things, but the music director and the worship leader have to be, you know, they have to be on the same page. Yeah. It has to be on the same page, but not only just that, but it's like, it has to, what's the word I'm looking for? It has to be cohesive. It has to like, there has to be an understanding say, Hey, listen, if he wanted to be like, Hey Jake, do that chorus again. Straight. It's, it's awesome. He has to know kind of ineptly what I'm feeling as well. And I have to know what he's doing and what he's doing in order to do it. And again, this is not all just for performance. This is because we want to do the best job that we can do. So not everybody's hitting a different note on stage and then singing a different note on stage that could be disruptive. Um, but this is supposed to, and even, you know, and I know we're running out of time, but, you know, Brian reminds me of David because I'm going to, Tell you why you remind me of David. A lot of people would say me. Oh, you're like David because you can sing, right? And not a lot of people knew this. What I'm going to say this right now. If you want to read about David, it's very interesting because Courtney just did a whole. Um, she's doing. Uh, she's doing classes on um, uh, being a Christian counselor and different things. So she had to go through the David and then you know him building the tabernacle and different things. Mm-hmm. David created music with a harp said that he sang. A lot of people automatically think that he's a worship leader. Now, maybe he was, maybe he was a leader, but actually he was a music director. What he did is that he chose, if you read, he chose people, the best musicians in his kingdom to play certain parts. And he told them, he says, this is how we're going to do it. He was a genius. And he said, I know exactly how we're going to do this. This is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not downplaying worship leaders and what you're doing. That's really great. But in order to do what you do, it's very admirable because that is most like David than anything. Because, and here's another thing you could read in that is that David wanted to be perfect. He had a, he had a struggle within himself because if it wasn't as perfect enough, he laid it on himself saying it can be better. It can be better. And he stressed and he caused himself mad anxiety to do that. But the thing is, is that he was a music director, whether he liked it or not. You think that he put himself as a lead singer? No, he put other people to lead sing. That was his gift. That's what he did. But only that, but he bore the weight of knowing how to put it together but the thing about it is like you as a music director you can like you can't have a lot of weight on your shoulders because like if you tell the band to do one thing and it's wrong then like everybody's following you right so or if like it it, it's sometimes it's hard for me to worship too like while i'm playing because it's like i'm so worried about if somebody's gonna get off time Mm -hmm. or somebody's gonna miss a note or if somebody's gonna sing a wrong lyric and but at the end of the day, I like every time before, like before, uh, before, sir, before we start, like as soon as the countdown hits zero, yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm like the the little prayer that I pray is like, God, I give it to you. Like, yeah. Just give, get up, give it all to you. Cause like we could have technical issues. Right. We could have, we could have people not showing up mm-hmm. or thing or just something happens and you just have to just at the end of the day, just God, God's going to take care of everything. Right. And that's actually what David ended up kind of learning was that yes, God loves us, but not everything always has to be perfect. 
he went almost, you know, he was going insane. You know, he was like, I guess it's got to be this way. He never slept. David danced until his clothes fell off. You know, it's it's crazy. Like, uh, don't do that. Um, but I won't. <laughs> but the same thing is, you know, in our, I know we've been in the same churches a lot of time and I really feel like when people are like, oh, you're like a David, it really should have went to you because that in Annapoli is what David did. Maybe that's why my middle name is David. Is it really David? That's right. It is. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. It's out there in the wild. <laughs> now look them up. Troll them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I know we're about two minutes left, but, you know, I thought, and, and this really just came upon, I wasn't planning on saying that, but it just really came upon my heart because it is true. So if, you know, and I know that you stress out sometimes because, you know, sometimes we may not have practices and it's due to like, you know, like family things, just things getting in the way, but you still come in and you're like, I know that, we can get this done because this is how we're going to do it. Just as a music director and a musician, you have to be ready for anything. Yeah. Like you have to be ready for anything and you have to be able to, you have to be able to go off script. You have to be able to just deal with those moments when things happen. Right. And like, I've been in situations where like the, um, not the worship pastor, but like the head pastor comes in and they just change all the songs. Like, five minutes before service, and we have to make sure that we know every single one. That's not me, by the way. No, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> but, like, things like that, you just have to be ready for those situations because those situations, they're going to come. They're going to come. It's just, it just depends on how you handle it. Yeah. I, I know some, music, some musicians, they'll just, they'll just go home. Yeah. Like, they'll just leave. But that's just, that's just because some musicians are treated as a job and not as, like, um, not as an opportunity, you know? Right. I believe it in the vision. I think that you're right. So, and again, a pastor can do that for sure. And that, and that's totally cool. And, um, but it's the adaptability to be like, okay, if that is, here's the easiest way we can do it. And here's how we can be effective. And that really, that is greater than any other, somebody planning a whole month of a worship set. You know, sometimes it's even as admirable. I'm not saying don't do that all the time, <laughs> but it's admirable if those come up and you're like, I can do this. This is how we do it. And that's a gift that you have. And uh, I wanted people to kind of understand the aspect of what goes into it. I'm going to be honest with you where I'm so busy all the time and, you know, I sing and all that, but Brian makes it what, what, what makes it happen. And of course our musicians as well, but he puts that upon himself to really be organized. And he messages me while I'm on the box truck and I'm just like, what are the songs? Oh yeah. Is it Tuesday? I don't even, some days I don't know what day it is. But no, and uh, but this is about worship. So again, this is just a thirty-minute segment. We're glad you guys were here. Uh, again, this is Brian David Lewis. We're not doing that now. It's just Brian. Okay, Brian. And uh, but we're so glad that you guys were were here. Um, again, this is a podcast to be available uh, to you, Apple. Apple Play, Apple Podcast. Podcast. Sorry, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, you as can well also on YouTube if you want to watch it in video. Format. If you want to watch it in video format, it's right there as well. Make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. And, and make, follow. And follow. And make sure you hit the little bell notification. Yeah. You can, whenever yeah. we go live, we'll let you know. So uh, we uh, love you guys. And until next time, we'll have Craig here uh, again. Uh, we miss him. Um, uh, mm, well, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see you guys next time on the crossing conversation.